Hey everybody, stay tuned later in the show for a word from our sponsor, Prepsa 186 Keeps, the leader in treatment for hair loss that you can get right from your own home. So we'll hear from them later. Again, Keeps, thank you for sponsoring 186. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready? Oh yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. And Steven. You cannot be serious. Let's get started. Oh. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 186. I'm your host, Tyler Sink. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm joined as always by our two um, my two co-hosts um, and ours, Steven and Grant. Guys, how are you doing? Uh, Grant, tell me something fun you've done this week other than pre-order Death Stranding on each and every one of your PlayStation 4 consoles. Uh, besides that, it snowed. Yes. Okay. It did snow. That that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I worked in a dusty, crawling around attic, which I did not enjoy. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something, and it's probably going to come to me eventually. Uh, definitely played some games. We uh, got through until dawn, which was really exciting. And that's a great game to watch somebody else play or play again yourself. Now, like, if I play it again myself, I kind of know, like, what's happening. And then I kind of have, like, a guideline. I'm like, okay, I know this happened last time, so I want to see what happened this time. But it's interesting to watch somebody else play it and see what choices they make and who survives, basically. So Mm -hmm. who I had survived was... um, Samantha and Emily, and who she had survived was Samantha and Matt. Now, you guys probably don't know who that is, um, but there is a way for them all to survive, which I have not seen yet, and I think it might be tough, but it kind of makes me want to play it again and go through it and actually find all the stuff. It's one of those things where you choose to jump down a ledge, like a ledge of a cliff, well, not mm-hmm. off, off a cliff, but just jump down, and you can never go back up there. So it's one of those things like, ah, I bet you I missed something up there. And it happens I have missed stuff up there. So I kind of don't like that, especially if you're a completionist. Not saying I am, but I can tell that it probably drives some people just crazy. That they just like meticulously pick up every little thing and then they jump down and it's like, ah, I can't get back up there. And just that would anger some people. Not me, though. I'm a nice, calm, cool guy. Uh, uh, I went and visited my brother for a fire outside, bonfire. Um, you guys called Guy Fox Night. It was actually four birthdays, so I went there and hung out with family. Um, yeah, so it was nice to get family. We actually played a little bit of video games with the nephews. Cool. Uh, my Nintendo Switch, played a little bit of that. Right. Nintendo Switch. Got some great numbers, and I'm, I'm loving it. it in the bonfire? Uh, no, I would no. not do that. Right. So, Graham, Graham, since neither Tyler or myself is are British or from the UK, n- neither of us call it Guy Fox Night. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> what? Because at first, Graham, I thought you were talking about Terry Fox, but he's the Canadian like dude who ran across country, right? Remember, yes. remember, yeah, fifth of November. Yes, yeah, so I don't know who that is, but but no, that's, that's from fantastic. V from Vendetta. Yes, I was just oh, going to say okay, reference V from okay, Vendetta. Okay. 
Graham, and, and it's funny it because be Graham it is, is the least movie person of the three of us, but I have never seen V for Vendetta. I love that movie. Uh, so I good love that I movie. believe you, and I think it's the type of movie I would actually really like. Oh, but, it's so good. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's Steve just pretentious enough buy it for, for you. you, Tyler. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, hey, after after my uh, my personality assessment, I had to take your work this week. Um, apparently, <laughs> that is a, uh, a potential weakness of mine. No, I know um, that you have weaknesses. Uh, yeah, as as the um, big intellectual that I apparently am, um, that is okay, a boomer. potential weakness. <laughs> um, thanks, dear. Um, that is a potential weakness that I could be potentially seen as aloof. My su- um, my superior cell phone thought I was talking to it. <laughs> so when I right. said that, <laughs> okay. Anyway, mine does that. All right. Um, Steven, how about you? Oh, I'm doing quite well. Uh, exceptionally, exceedingly well. I did something really fun today. I took a test. Exciting. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, so did, fun. Didn't you say fun? Yeah, no, it was, I was nervous a little bit. It's, so I have to, you have to take these tests so you can get into like the credential program so you can um teach in california mm-hmm. i think it depends on where you go to school depends on when you need them but the the credential program i'm looking at needs you to get through the c-sets they're called the c-sets uh before you go in um so i did the first one i've been i i had them scheduled for october uh through november and i pushed them back quite a few times um i started with the math science one because as those of you for me, I'm a math major. Math comes pretty easy to me. Never heard that before. Uh, so I decided sharing. to do that. Yeah, uh, I, I think I did it. good. I think I did good, which is nice. Um, so Even, now I have two I know more. you did good. I, I hope so. I'll good. find out in December if you I pass. You are a smart, intelligent person. Because not only do you do you get to take a test, you get the honor of paying for said test. And it's like 90 bucks a test. So, you know, hmm. government's got to make that money some way. Exciting. Um, no, but I mean, I played a decent amount of games this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game Slitherlink, uh, where you can find on Puzzle Dash Loop, I've played entirely too much of in my free time. It's on my phone and my iPad. I go, well, because it's on browser, so you can play it on your phone or your iPad. It's way too much playing of that. But it's great for kill 10 minutes of time. My record mm-hmm. for the hard 10 by 10 puzzle is like 3 minutes and 28 seconds. It's pretty good. Um, but I've had times where it t- takes me like 12 minutes to solve, but that's been fun. Nice. And I've been playing the first Divinity Original Sin. Uh, been loving that game. I I bought it in early access with, on advice from one of my army buddies, and I didn't like it was it was not in a great state at the time, and so I just I forgot about it, and then all of a sudden it came out for realsies, and like it got super high review scores and i played a little bit of it i played it when it first came to console and then i kind of forgot about it and i didn't play that much of it when it came to consoles and then so the second one comes out i buy that on the pc play a lot of that and then again when it comes out on the console and i was like wait a second i should go back and play the first one um so i've been i put 10 hours into it so far so excited i've been loving it i i like a lot of the second game more uh, they improved in every way on the first but the first one is still phenomenal but unfortunately it's going to get put on the back burner 
because there's a big game coming out in three because hours. You have to deliver packages. And I'm going to deliver some packages. Yeah. So, uh, that's got well, me pumped. We'll talk simulator. Hell Pretty yeah. much with ladders. We'll talk about that more later in the show. Ladder on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually not bad, Graham. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, um, all right. So for me, I continue my fun training for my new position. Um, if anybody's listening, and it, it has actually been really good. So it's been pretty cool. Um, Steven made fun of my shirt. That if you're watching, my shirt. I did not say, make fun. Um, He's very dapper. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, because you know you do have to play dress up. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, we're doing that. And uh, game wise, I have played some games this week. I played a lot of the Outer Worlds, and that game is freaking great. It's so I good. forgot to mention I actually played some Outer Worlds as well. Thoughts, Graham? How much? I didn't did want to play? stop playing it, but I'm like, I had to be an irresponsible adult <laughs> and be able to function at work. Yeah. It is really in depth, which mm -hmm. I like, and it screams so much Fallout, and I know it's going to be so much more than that, but yeah. I'm getting really good impressions, and like I was reading everything about all the perks, and I'm like, oh, which one do I choose? Like it's always these tough decisions. I know. Yeah. I I'm gonna have to restart because I, I played it when it first came out, like the day it came out, and I made my character pretty quickly, kind of, and mm -hmm. I, I like. I liked it, but mm -hmm. I didn't love it. And mm -hmm. now I think I know exactly how I want to play the game. Yeah. So when I eventually restart it, because um, I played eventually. the least out of you two. Well, I don't know where you, yeah. how far you're in the game, but I didn't get very far. I loved it. Just, I don't know. It didn't hook me right away. Yeah. So but Yeah, I know you've been loving it, Tyler. I was saying, yeah. funny thing, too, is my character is actually an electrician as well. As nice. least. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Cool. I can't believe that's, that's pretty cool. So no, I, I'm loving it. I think it's fantastic. It is, um, it, I, Graham, I think it's, you're right, but it's the best parts of Fallout, in my opinion, at least for me, because I, Fallout's never kept me this long in a game. So, you know, I've, I've always just found one or two things about Fallout games that sort of turn me off and I'm out, and I don't know why, but it happens, and this has actually not happened. I haven't played a game in a while where... You find yourself saying, all right, I'm going to make time to do one more quest, you know? Yeah. And that just, and it's just constantly that feeling, and that's what this game is, and it's great. I love it. I, so, I, I miss that feeling playing games. Does it remind you of Bioshock in any way? <sighs> Maybe. And not necessarily with, in the, the setting, but more the writing. Yes. Yeah, the, that's where I was going to go with it, yeah. In terms of the writing, and, and the story is told in very different ways between the two games, but yeah. the quality of the writing is similar. So yeah. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't. I'm, I'm asking because I know you. You're a big sci-fi guy, and you love yes. the Bioshock games. Mm. Um, and so, and I know, like I was one. I said it before that I didn't think you would play longer than like five hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've already come wrong. Really, I've already played. I know, and I, I said yeah. I, I'll, so. I can take. You know, I'm, I'm gonna admit when I'm wrong, and I was because I forgot how much he loves sci-fi. I do. So I think and that that passes and good writing. Um, yep. He's a big Aaron Sorkin fan. Yeah. Uh, and, and I will Tarantino, say the writing, et cetera. But yeah. yeah, the writing in that game is really good. But on everything I have played mm -hmm. so far, I like yeah. Doctor Seuss writing. And he is also a very good writer. Very he good. Is. Yeah, and uh, you know he's right up there with you know the Dostoevskys of the world. Um, <laughs> 
you know, Stephen King, but I also appreciate Stephen King, and I think he tells a very good story, too, in a, in a really, uh, i trying to think how I want to say Easy this. Easy to read. Yeah, like. a really friendly narrative way, you know, not a studious, like, it's reading homework type of way. So, yeah. yeah. You mentioned one of the Ru- Russian writer, right? Sh- Sh- Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Different person yeah. I was thinking of. Because um, in Tim Rogers' hour and like 10 minute long Death Stranding mm-hmm. review, uh, you should watch it. It's hilarious. Um, very entertaining. So I've heard from you. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I love everything he does. <laughs> but I, I know. It, <laughs> it's. I don't want to spoil what happens at the end of the review. It, it doesn't, there's no spoilers for the game at all. Um, but there's something that happens that like towards the end and you do have to kind of go a decent way into the video, which you should, but it is absolutely hilarious. And if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about and I'm not going to spoil it because it would ruin the fun. Don't skip ahead. Mm-hmm. It is funny, but it's like the game where it, you know, the game is going to build up and then you're so going to, you know. Let's, we'll get to that later. Yeah, let's go to Death Stranding when we go to Death Stranding, okay? Yeah. We're going to have nothing left to talk about. But sure, sure. I did also, because I'm right now in the... Everything I'm playing right now is my pre-Jedi Fallen Order game. Yeah. And I'm in a holding pattern for the next eight days until I get that glorious thing in my hands. And I cannot wait to experience that. I also, I'm, I'm trying to, I've almost finished the book It because I'm really wanting to read um, the new uh, pre, like, um, what, the, what are they called? Like the Road to Episode 9, it's not what it's called. Journey to Episode 9. Mm. But that just released. So I am in full Star Wars mode because as of next week, we're also just a month away from Rise of Skywalker. And I can't wait. So that will be... Uh, what I'll be playing next week, but up until then, I did play another game. Graham, I felt, no, I didn't really feel the need, but I, I did play Need <laughs> for Speed. And <laughs> interesting. It, uh, it's a game with cars. It is that. <laughs> Actually, wow. here's what I'll say the, the racing itself is fun, it's good. And yeah, I, I would go as far as to say it's good. Um, the the interactions I've had with the police so far are completely uninteresting in every way. In fact, with a couple, I'll say a couple of things about the game. Um, the first of all, okay, let's get the bad out of the way. the The writing for what I've experienced in the story so far is absolutely abysmal. Phenomenal. Oh God, it's bad. It's it's really bad. Dude. It's it's just not good. So there's that. And I, I wasn't expecting to be blown away here with story and writing in a Need for Speed game, but I was hoping for some level of competency, okay? And it's just so cliched and just right from the beginning. But anyway, the the racing mechanics are good and fun. The It's set, it's open worldy, so it's set in a city that, you know, is sort of Miami-like, and you drive around to get to the next race or objective. But the problem is the city doesn't feel alive at all. And the interactions with police don't feel purposeful at all. Hmm. Or, you know, any sort of, like, anything led to it, really. It just all seems very random so far. 
Maybe so, it's part. Let me finish this one point. Yeah, yep, I'll let you ask this. So the all I kept thinking about was that Grand Theft Auto Five did all of this better six years ago, and it's, aside from the racing mechanics, the racing mechanics, like it, no, no question, Nature Street is better. But in terms of the city feeling alive, there's cars everywhere in GTA Five. You know. Um, I, half the time you're driving to the next race in, in Need for Speed, it's on a completely empty street in the middle of the day. Oh, so you don't even see any cars? I like thought you, do. you didn't see people, but you not do, many. But it's not—it's rare. Oh yeah, you don't—you don't really see people in there. So there's that, and like you said, the cop experiences in GTA were, I thought, really good, and sometimes really challenging. So there's that too. Anyway, Grant, I'm sorry. What were you gonna ask? So what I was gonna say is okay. Need for Speed seems to seems to keep missing the target. Mm. What do you think they need to do? Like, if they were listening to you for advice, what advice would you give them? They need to take a page out of Call of Duty and go back to the roots. What made them good in the first place? And they're trying to do too much. They're trying to be too open world and tell too like uh, too much of a story. That game was never about story. It's a racing nope. game. It's about it's going room, room from A to B. You drink yeah. your monster at yeah. customization. You know, 12 a.m. Yeah. in the morning on a Friday, bump into some 90s rap mm-hmm. yeah. you know, with neon <laughs> lights much. underneath the car. It, it is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, the game, is when it was successful. Pretty much. And they went away from that. They lost it. Because Need for Speed Underground and Underground 2 and Most Wanted were three of the best games in the series. They ruined mm-hmm. it. Carbon was a step down from Most Wanted. But did have some things that I liked. Yeah. And then after that, it just was... And a, you and I are split on Hot Pursuit. I liked Hot Pursuit. You didn't as much. I, well, I didn't but, play it. Okay, so I, I liked Hot Pursuit quite a bit. That was in right around 2010, 2011-ish. Um, so I, I enjoyed that very much. But yeah, like the last few, like Payback was bad. And yeah. this one, the gameplay is, you know, good. So there's that. And I think online play will be fun. Multiplayer will be fun in this game. But, yeah, I we're warning. Watch the reviews for it and know what you're getting it for. I just, I mean, you if you're it. on Xbox, like, would you recommend that over, like, Forza? Especially Absolutely zero chance. No, no chance. Horizon 4 on no. Game Pass? Yeah, Horizon 4 is so good in every way. And I'm telling you, if if Horizon 4 wasn't a racing game, it could be a game of the year contender. It's that well done within the genre that it is. Yeah. You know? So, in fact, I saw some places try to give it game of the year. And, you know, not okay when you're talking about Red Dead 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 Redemption 2. Yeah, not not when you're talking about Red Dead 2 or God God of War War. or things like that. Yeah, It's just not. It's it's too much of a niche genre to to be that, I think. But... No doubt in the sports slash racing genre that Game Awards is so determined to create, um, but is it stood out above everyone else? So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and I can't say that about Need for Speed compared to other sports games I've played this year. So, all right, yeah, real quick, Tyler, before going to news, I want to say one thing I forgot. I did not only did I get a haircut, I I got a mall cut. We can tell you got what (sighs) you've. Interrupted my joke. Oh. I said, not only did I get a haircut, oh. I got a mall cut. Oh, I see. Very funny, Steve. Yeah. It's fresh fade. You that's know? just you as good. It is. It, that's um, just got to look good. fly. Um, 
You know, you need the real Graham fade, though. You need the real fade, though, where your hair is, like, two feet off of the top of your head, you know? Well, I, I yeah, I, you know, I was hoping for a little longer. I think I got to cut yeah. a little short. Next time, I'll bump it up to, like, yeah. a seven instead of a five. Yeah. It won't be two feet, but I know it's just, just like Graham's hair. <laughs> okay, so let's take a quick break from the show and talk about something really important. That's your hair. Did you know two out of three guys are going to experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? And that sucks. Maybe that's fears away for him. Maybe it's fears ago. But, and you'd love to have that full head of hair you had when you were 18 or 20, but you don't want to go to the doctor. You don't want to have that conversation. You don't want to sit in the waiting room or in line at the pharmacy. Well, there's a solution for you. Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss. And they've revolutionized the way men are treated for hair loss. You just have to go to that doctor's office. Now you don't. You can do an online visit with a doctor that can write a prescription for you. That can be sent right to your home. So you don't have to go to a sit-in waiting room. You don't have to have that awkward conversation. And you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. So you get doctor attention and discreet drug delivery, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Remember, prevention is key and keeps treatments really do work. They're up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. Key is, you want to start soon. The sooner you start, the better you, the earlier you stop that, uh, that hair loss, and maybe even get some regrowth of hair in the process. So Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. And here's the great news. Treatments start at just $10 a month. But we want you to try it for yourself. And that's why for a limited time, you can get your first month of treatment from Keeps for free. How do you do that? Head over to Keeps.com slash Gaming Hub. Again, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash gaming hub and get your first month free one more time. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash gaming hub. Get your first month free. Try it. I think you'll find that it works great for you. Let's get back to the show. Yeah. So we tried to get Graham to do the fade for E3 last year. Wasn't happening. Listen, I went in, I asked, asked him for a fade and what I had, is what they gave me is... <laughs> well, you need to find yourself a new barber. <laughs> yeah. Graham, next uh, year you need to do the mullet. The mullet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you need to do the sh- three shaved lines on each side, you know? Party in the back, business in front. Yeah. So Joe Dirt? Yeah, basically, yep. That, that's Should what I like used to do. A canister of uh, a poop on my back, too? Sure. All I right. don't think you'll be very popular at E3, but... Video know, game. Well, yeah. you'll, you won't uh, maybe smell popular. much different. You know, <laughs> yeah, you'll kind of fit in with some people, but anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, back to video games. So, Steve, a question for you. You have mentioned on the show a time or two that um, being colorblind is a barrier for you sometimes with some games. Yes. And, you know, first, like, what types of games... Is it does it present the biggest barrier for you? And talk about like the the colorblind modes you see now in games. What works better for you? I was curious about this. We were talking about this earlier in the week, and I thought it'd be fun to share on the show for other people that are similar in similar situations. So, um, what type of games does it impact you the most? And what do you think of the the, the modes in recent games? Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I'm colorblind, and the reason we, we brought this up um, is because. In uh, in the Outer Worlds, it was it doesn't have a colorblind mode because the entire game was designed 
because the person that like one of the lead designers is like almost monochromatic mm -hmm. i think is what i read and so they they didn't put a color one mode because they designed the whole game so they don't need one so nothing important in the really? game um is affected by anybody with with like a colorblindness and um yeah so like game i remember the witcher 3 was really bad and i didn't even think to check for a colorblind mode um at the time when i first started playing and so every time okay. the red showed up especially when i was in like the, the foresty areas with grass like i had a hard time because you use your witcher senses you see the red on the ground like to find the clues and it would take mm -hmm. me forever at times and i'd get so frustrated and annoyed and like madden had it uh, or yeah, Madden, I have the same issue with, like, some of the red in the routes. I couldn't tell on the mm. field, like, which way the routes yeah. were supposed to be or, like... Um, so I turned that colorblind mode on, and it, it's, it was great. Uh, Witcher turned it to blue. Um, I have... I think I pronounced this right. Protonopia. Um, and depending on... I, I've taken the test a few times. Uh, so I, I've read that I had strong and less strong... It just depends on the day, I guess. Uh, but it, like, it's a really, it's a red green color blindness. Um, I can, you know, differentiate between the two, but when they're next to each other, they can be hard. So anytime when the forest, like with red, that's when I have the issues. Like the Witcher was absolutely the worst game. Um, Smite was really bad as well. Uh, I, I had to turn the mode on. Now Smite and had, had all three of them, Protonopia, Tritonopia, and Deutronopia. Um, so you, depending on which colorblind you can turn it on though i think in smite the um the protonopia like mode didn't really help and i had to turn one of the other ones on to make it so i could see better it, it dulls the colors which sucks because there are colors that i can see and now i can see less so i i i hate it in nhl i don't feel it's worth it so i don't do it because i tried it. it didn't work um but yeah games not every game needs it but some of the games that you know mm. have it it's nice because some of them do like the witcher 3 yeah. was one and smite was another um call of duty just they have the mode i turned it on though i don't think it helped because they have the little dots the colored dots and if you guys have ever taken the test have you guys ever taken the color test like no. the numbered color no. test no, no i never have so what it is is it's a bunch of colored dots and you like you find the number in it and so you guys will, if you take it, you'll see the dots, uh, like you'll, you'll know exactly right away what the numbers are. But then if I take it, I see like barely any of them. And sometimes I'll see a different number than the ones given by design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see colorblindness is definitely not the only or even the worst of, um, I, I'm hesitant to use the word like, it's not a disability, but I, right. But it, it might be an impairment to yeah. It, it impairs and yeah, yeah. And there's like and there's hearing impaired. There's like vision impaired. Mm -hmm. So anytime games include options that allow other people to play, like that's nice. Because I mean, it it sucks if I can't play games because of I can't well, tell the difference between <clears throat> things in them. What I what I want to ask you to really enjoy yeah. What I wanted to ask to sort of transition us into a greater discussion about this is when did you first notice that more games were really creating modes specifically for 
you know those gamers that are that do experience colorblindness? Uh, it, it hasn't been for a few, just a few years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I knew I was colorblind growing up, though I, I didn't like no no until I was joining the army and they made me take the test and then they're like, "You're colorblind." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," and my parents didn't believe me. And I was like, I knew this before. And you, they were like, you should retake. I, Mom, I can't see the colors, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Just focus a little harder, Steven. I, it's like, whatever. Um, no, and I never thought to check in, in games past because it's never mm. been something that has really been too terrible. Um, but I, I've had issues deciphering, like, Battlefield. With, I think some of that's by design, but other times I feel like it's the colorblindness that I can't just, I can't tell there's a person there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely a few years ago. Smite was the first game I ever thought to check because I played a lot of it. And I was like, I can barely see which, like, way Medusa's um, acid splash, uh, like, is going because mm-hmm. I can't see the red on the ground. Sure. And then after that, I just started checking more. So it might have been longer than that, but it was definitely... It seems like almost every game now has has mode. Yeah, and I feel like you're probably about right. I, I don't think it was... It, it certainly wasn't common years ago. And, you know, I do think it was sort of symptomatic of, you know, where society was. In, especially North America, you know, 15 years ago. Um, things, any, any sort of impairment or disability was something that just wasn't really talked about that much. Yeah. And, and not even discuss, much less, you know, we try to find ways to accommodate and be inclusive, right? So that's changed. And I actually remember a day where it was a big deal when places would put in, like, ramps for people that use wheelchairs. Yeah. You know, that's, well, like, we've assumed had... today, you know? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, and we don't want to get it down in the... No, we're not going the to. The weeds I'm, there, because yeah. people tra- used to think left-handedness was like... Oh, sure. The sign of the um, devil or some shit. Right. No, I'm just talking recent history, though, right? But so, yeah. we've come a long way, and I think one of the ways that shows that, you know, let's let's branch out from, you know, just that, uh, that experience um, with being colorblind, and talk about people that, you know, probably really had a hard time experiencing video games you know, 20 years ago, if they, with certain disabilities or, or, um, whatever their, their condition or what they were experiencing was. And today that's very different. Um, there are teams at all the major console makers and, and game developers working on ways to be more inclusive. And I think that's good. And, you know, I think we, we've praised them on the show many times for this. And I think it's deserved every single time. And, you know, we don't, we, we hammer on for some stuff, but Xbox, you do this right. The, they lead the way in, in this effort to make gaming inclusive for everyone. And, sure. and they deserve all the credit for that. And they are bringing their peers slash competitors with them. Because how do you, how, how do you be the company that's like, nah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, you know, it's true. It's not good PR. So whether it was in the front forefront um, for the other companies or not, they're coming with, and I think it's really good. And the fact that Microsoft has offered to share this technology 
with any of their competitors um, to provide the same experience to players on their systems is awesome. And, you know, like I said, Microsoft takes a lot of heat for a lot of things, and some of it's deserved and some of it's not. But, you know, I feel like it's important to stop and give credit where it's due yeah. for some of the things that they do really well. And this, I think, is probably number one. So credit to them. And it's not it's not just lip service. They actually do a lot of things that are good here. So, you know, credit to them. Uh, you guys go ahead. What do you have to say on it? Yeah, no, I mean, the commercial last year i don't last, know if you guys last remember. thanksgiving yeah, yeah last thing slash christmas with yep. the with the um like the dude in the neighborhood playing with the the adaptive controller and then all his friends came to see him beat the game like that was you know heartwarming and i mean it was supposed to be like the cynic part of me like is like wow that is just that's all marketing right there but i mean that those are the people that it's meant for and it's great to see other people like be, to be able to play games and i like that other people can play games and play them and enjoy them and maybe get you know not frustrated because they can't see or they can't hear or like subtitles in games are great and they probably yeah. weren't always supported and yeah so like like i i turn the subtitles on as well because i have a next day i have a hard time hearing but i don't like missing dialogue yeah no i'm the same way too um because like Especially sometimes you're talking fast or you don't understand. Yeah. And when the words come up, you you get it more. I yep. find anyways. Yeah. It's funny because I hate them when I'm watching a movie, but in a video. Oh, are are you one? Of, are them. you one of the people that hates subtitled movies? No, I, I can watch. No, no, I can watch subtitled movies, but okay. I won't turn English subtitles on for an English movie. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. You know what I hate is when they put up like the big reading and you're supposed to read it. And they expect you to read it, like, super fast. Yes. And sometimes I don't get through it, and then it's, like, it's gone. Because, like, so when I see it come up, I'm, like, reading, like, so fast. Like, I don't even know if yeah. I'm, like, understanding it just so I can get it. Or, like, when there's a scrolling at the beginning of the movie with, like, a long, yeah. like, five paragraphs of words set to, like, a decently cool, like, background track. But it's, like, who, what is Alderaan and who gives a shit about it? You know? <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not taking the bait there. But anyway, no, we said that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Um, Superman anyway, as well. everybody out there in the community, uh, Superman could not have saved Alderaan. Yeah. No. no. But it did the words. <laughs> anyway. So, um, the, uh, anyway, if if you're out there in our community and you're listening, and you know you have your own experience with. You know how gaming's changed for the better for you, and for whatever reason, you know, share it with us. We we'd love to hear it, for sure. And you know, we we love that gaming is becoming more inclusive and becoming more for everyone, truly. And so, share those stories with us. With the holidays coming around, we're going to focus more on you know those those heartwarming, feel good stories. Not totally, but you know, we will do some of that. And you know, we want to have you know, your experiences be part of that. So share them with us, let us know. And, uh, and we'll, you know, with your permission, share them on the show. Uh, the gaming hub podcast at gmail.com is the best way to, uh, to share that. All right, guys, there's some news things to get into, but before we do, I want to touch on one other thing. So we're going to keep this minus names. Um, just because I don't, I don't want to bring attention to the person who did the bad thing. 
and um, B, you know, we're we're just going to keep it without names. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, all right. So Twitch streamer, or yeah, Twitch streamer guy, also streamed on YouTube. He was good at Fortnite, so we thought. And so did a lot of other people. And turns out he was using an aimbot and got banned from the game permanently. And so far, so good, right? No problems with any of the story. However, a popular influential streamer, um, some might say an influencer, came out. Some might. And defended the person, maybe not defended them, but was more critical of, of Epic in this, saying that this is this individual's livelihood. Well, yeah, sure. Um, but was that livelihood earned? And well, Go ahead, Steve. Okay. The person was using an aimbot in casual matches, so he was sure. good at the game, yeah. but... That is beside the point. So, yeah. yeah, his skill is there. Sure. However, I mean, when you're saying that the, the content creator has millions of subs, you know, and gets banned from something that makes him money, and then some kid, some piece of shit kid who, like, has no following, um, and nice. he hacks, like, that's different? <laughs> are you are you joking right yeah. now? right. It, it, yeah, that's a good point. I, for, I did forget to mention that part of what the person had said. And so thank you for bringing that in. And, you know, for me, it's... No, it's not affecting that person's livelihood. They affected their livelihood by making yep. that decision. And yes. what the, the livelihoods that person affected were all the other people that are trying to build channels and stream and build communities and do it the right way. Well, and people to enjoy... A fun game. Like, yeah, that. I mean, you, yeah, I I agree here with Graham because like, yeah. I mean, just because you die like in, in Fortnite doesn't mean anything. Um, sure. But yeah, there are people that just want to have a fun game, and there there's someone hacking. Like, there's no difference in my mind between you know what? If you didn't want to be banned from Fortnite, if that's your livelihood, maybe don't do something that'll get you banned. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's that's the the argument. Like, I just don't get the defense of it. And the thing um, is, he, he knows that's cheating. He knows that's cheating. Yeah. He knows, like, what he's doing he should not be doing. So he, yeah. he's only sorry because he got caught, essentially. Well, and I think, guys, we talked about it before the show. When you start, when, yeah, when you start throwing the term influencer around, um, to have influence over people, you have to have a, a community or a fan base that trusts your judgment, viewpoint, taste, mm -hmm. whatever, right? But there is trust there in something for you to have influence over them. So if they're trusting that you are, you know, doing something in a legit way, maybe legit's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. You're you're building up a channel, um, casual matches or not, by using something that will get you banned knowingly from the game. I don't think there's a defense for that. I don't. I don't think this is one of those things where it's like, oh, I thought I was above the rules, but, you know, it's my livelihood, so you shouldn't hold me accountable. Yeah, I mean, in the name influencer, it's implied that, you know, you're kind of a role model, right? 
Uh, and... At least within that game, right? A little and bit of a role model. At least within you know, that game. If you think you have influence over people, you need to set a good example. Like, that is sure. oh, the yeah. ethical thing to do. And, I mean, it looks like, I mean, I'm not saying that anyone ever thought that streamers were, and ethics go hand in hand, because there are countless examples that would prove the otherwise. Mm. But... I don't even much care that he got banned. I mean, he should get banned. I, yeah. I think, um, and because Fortnite can do what they want with their game, it's or yeah, Epic because sure it's their game. Um, I don't like the defense of it, and I think that makes you look really bad. Yeah, and especially when you're one of the most popular, influential people in gaming. Yeah, if not. Yeah. So let's. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. And it might have been that, you know, it's possible quotes were taken out of context. This is all still fairly fresh and new. So, you know, um, if it was, then we'll offer a retraction on that. Um, but only if the PR team yeah, decides that for, it's going to work and they need to. For what we know right Ooh. now, that's, that's what it is. So, anyway, just moral story, whether you're trying to build a channel or you just want to play don't cheat just play the game have fun you know if you're great you're great and if you're not you're not you can still have fun by not being good at the game ask steven he still enjoys call of duty <laughs> so he's not going to respond no no nope. <laughs> so i just gotta say my back sore that's all yeah. i'm gonna say okay anyway all right guys let's actually talk about some video game news now and Graham, I'm going to make you wait to talk about your favorite thing. Let's start with okay. BlizzCon. And there were some things at BlizzCon that are worth talking about. So, Overwatch 2 was announced. Uh, you know, the, the new uh, game where I was only required for the single-player campaign. All of the other stuff, the multiplayer, will be available for Overwatch 1 owners. You know, I played a decent amount of Overwatch when it first came out. I'm not sure why I stopped. And I think it was because I just didn't have a lot of people to play with um, that, that played the game, too. Everybody I was playing games with at that time was playing other stuff. So, guys, any interest in getting back into Overwatch? It is still wildly popular. What, two years on from launch? Yeah, and it's like... Really popular in the esports community as well. Oh, and that, and I think that's why it's maintained. You know. Oh yeah. yeah, it's definitely a huge reason, and I think the reason why it's doing so well is the shooting mechanics is like it's really really good. It is really like, good. Yeah. I have not played this game, and I don't know why. And last year won like a ton of awards. Like it was just like it was like the Taylor Swift of uh, video games. Um. So yeah, it took lots of rewards and you can see why because the shooting mechanics is great and from what I hear and it looks a lot of fun and they've been like just uh, introducing new characters and like I said, it's going strong. So basically, why would you put it in another game to compete with it when you can just put it in a game that like goes along <laughs> with it? And yeah. like the first one didn't have the campaign and... Some people really like the campaign, so then it offers them a chance, and it's like, well, if you want campaign, well, we're not going to sure. offer that DLC. Maybe it's too big, 
But yeah, no, I think it's great that they're offering the PV and like, I'll say raids, which are not called raids in this, um, that carry over from the first game. Yeah. So, Steven, any yeah. any thoughts, plans, wishes to get into Overwatch? I got into Overwatch the first time. I enjoyed it, but my friend group played more than me because I like life picked up and I just couldn't play as much as them. And mm-hmm. so they got uh, at the time they got into the competitive scene, and I wasn't like good enough to qualify, or I just hadn't played enough to qualify yet. Yeah. Um, and so I just. At that point, it just kind of became a mm. thing where I just stopped playing, and then all of a sudden, I just—it's not that like I've thought about getting back into it a couple times, and it just something comes up. Um, yeah, they're gonna. So the single player campaign comes with the second one, which is I guess if you want to play that, that's cool. And but all the all the PvP stuffs gonna—it's gonna eventually merge into one game, according to to Kaplan, I think his name is mm-hmm. Jeff Kaplan. Um, yeah, and so. It's a, it's an interesting thing that to, to make um, happen, like it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Not so much on PC, but more on consoles. I think is where how they'll combine it is is the curious part. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe I'll get get back into it. There's, I mean, I'm not gonna say no. We we own it, and I have, I have a lot of fun with it. First time. Now couple... I I didn't play it enough to understand a lot of the dynamics between the different types of characters. You know. Mm-hmm. and what you want to have when somebody else has whatever. Like, I didn't play it that seriously, but I did to try it and to be able to talk about it on the show, actually. And, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and, well, you need your tanks, your damage dealers, right. your healers. Yeah. Like, that's your sports. But I just want to be the character I want to be. I know, and that's why you know? you're a terrible teammate for Overwatch, and you would get massively shit. Well, I'm just not a good teammate, period. Well, apparently. No, I'm just kidding. But, anyway. Um... <laughs> So that is Overwatch 2 on its way, and no real release window yet or anything, but it's on its way. So. Yeah. All right, Graham, I have a question for you and for Steven, and that is, do you people not have PCs or consoles? I do have PC and console. Then I, I might have a game for you. It is called Dude. Diablo 4. Oh, it is yeah. real, and it's on its way. The game everybody thought they were getting and wanted when Diablo Mobile was announced. Mortal. Yes. Yep. Is that what it was called? Yep. Yes, okay. Diablo. Well, it was called Diablo Mobile because I just, I'll never forget the phone's comment. Do you guys not have phones? Oh, God, that was great. That was the best. Oh, it was wonderful. So it's a phone. It's one of those moments that makes a really great, a really, well, not great story, but funny story years and years later. Like, hey, do you remember when Jeff was at that thing and said this? You know, <laughs> like 10 years later. But, you know, the the first eight years of those 10 are hell trying to come back from that. But anyway, uh, Diablo 4, a few people like that series, I heard. And Temple. it's going to be online only this time around. So... Guys, uh, thoughts on your excitement level, 1 to 10 for Diablo 4. Graham, I know you've been a Diablo fan of late. Yeah, well, I've always been a Diablo fan. But like, you've gotten back into it of late. That's what I was yes, going to say. So, yes, I back to it of yeah. late, yes. So excitement level uh, on I, Diablo 4. It's like an 8, 9. Like, I'm really excited for this to come out. And the last two games, well... 
Diablo 2 was only on PC, but Diablo 3 first came out on PC. I bought it on PC. And then the expansion, Reaper of Souls, came out on PC. I bought it on PC. And then it came out with console. And I was kind of hesitant with console because it's always been a mouse and a keyboard game. And it always worked great that way. So yeah. I was a little hesitant. And I'm not sure who it was convinced me. I think I watched some videos. And this was after there was updates on the console, which made the game better. Uh, I tried it. And yeah, it crossed over to console really well nothing like we know it's coming for console and pc but we don't know if it's coming for both at the same time or it's gonna be just PC first a part of me yeah. thinks it's gonna be both but that's just me guessing just because the success of it on yeah. console i'm sure people who only have console really want it on console it, so steven reminds me of the the chapter in the book that we both talked about on the show a ton, right? Um, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels on Diablo. And I don't remember that chapter. That was, I think, the very first one. Oh, yes, I do. Never yeah. mind. Error like 719 or whatever. Yeah, the launch that went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> like they're all oh, celebrating yeah. and drinking because they think everything's wonderful. And then all of a sudden the world ended basically for them. So, yeah, yes. it was just. I remember that. I hope that's not the case again with the game because. Man, I, I'm usually not a big fan of like those types of games, to be honest with you. But I love Diablo Three; that was great. Yeah, you just yeah. played with the wrong person. I did, and you know, I I shouldn't say I loved playing Diablo Three. I loved watching Diablo Three. Yeah, um, I love playing it. Um, the fact me that too. it's online only, <laughs> everyone, pretty much everyone now as internet so yeah it's not really a make or break thing and i know they're trying to do it kind of like a de destiny thing now where there's like um oh what's that we're looking for events what's those events called um uh public events public events okay so basically when like a boss comes out of the ground or there's a boss somewhere appears oh, yeah. out of nowhere it is like a public event, so people all around can actually all come and work together to work sure. on destroying this boss. So, now from what I've heard of it, game sounds like a lot of fun, and they had like a two-hour demo at BlizzCon, so mm. it kind of like, wow, this game must be coming out soon. But there's no word when this is coming out. Some people oh, yeah. are speculating it will, will be ready for the next-gen consoles. But whatever, Diablo 3 is still going. Seasons is still strong, so people can still get their Diablo fix. But yeah, no, I, I'm excited for it. Um, right. And I, I don't want to get too excited because it's a long ways away. But from what I saw, it looks good, and I really don't have any issues as far as I know yet. Well, it's hard to have issues, Graham. They just announced it. Although that yeah. didn't stop you with Death Stranding, which yes. we'll get to. Yeah, so... Uh, the Diablo 4 revealed trailer was absolutely Amazing. stunning, breathtaking, mm -hmm. gorgeous, whatever platitudes you want to say. I forgot to mention that, yes. Yeah. They were it was great. Um it was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I've watched mm -hmm. it twice, um, actually. I also watched the gameplay trailer. Uh, I it's super realistic. It's going back to like Diablo 2, but with like infinitely better graphics. Um, so, uh, 
yeah so it, it's realistic looking um and dark looking at in some ways but it does look really fun um i loved the gameplay in, in three the the thing i was worried about was i like playing as the magical characters um barbarians are boring and so <laughs> they, they didn't show much of the i mean they showed a little bit of the wizard but i wanted to see more i don't care about you little barbarian Ugh, i'm gonna hit you with the sword five times that's the whole how you got can you I make that know. face again who <sighs> What I want to know. <laughs> what do you want to know, Stephen? Is how how do people play barbarians? Because I don't get it. I don't get. I can. I've, I've tried it a thousand times, and they bore me to no end. You Just get running really, in and hitting someone with a sword. You get really so cool boring. Uh, and you get up to four weapons now as the barbarian. So yeah. you have two. Two, I'll say two one-hand weapons and two two-hand weapons, but that, but it did so, say four weapons. What about the guy that turns into a bear? That's yes. dope. Steven bear Arnold, Arnold, not the guy that can have a sword or two swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares? Steven Lord. Arnold Schwarzenegger was a barbarian. Yeah, Conan. Yeah, and there's a game made after that with so, an awful lot gazillion... of customization. Yeah, an awful lot. Wink, wink. <laughs> so that's my favorite part of that game. Not that I've seen, just the fact that that's there. That's yeah, what makes it fun. Just that it's there. You know. Um. Yeah. No, I have a barbarian in my group in Divinity: Original Sin because I figured I need a frontlining tank, tanky sort of character, and I hate when his turn comes up because it's like, okay, I'll walk in and hit you with the sword twice. He doesn't have seven hundred thousand magic spells. That could turn the tide to battle. No, I'm just gonna walk in with a cute little sword and go. But some boink, people like Steve and I always play the barbarian class. Character. Yeah, I know. I don't. I, and how do you do that? How is that entertaining? Because okay, so we talked about I this. I play like, it too, Tyler. I play yeah, it too. So I how like, is that fun? Do I get to answer the question? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um. <laughs> so we but talked ha- about. Oh, really? <laughs> that was the joke. Okay. So I like. We've talked about this. So I much prefer things like sci-fi and the, you know, fantasy type stories don't do a lot for me. And I don't, I don't know why it just is that way. And there are exceptions like Lord of the Rings and things like that, but oftentimes games, not so much. So, all right. Anyway, um, the idea of like the spells and all that stuff is just. That's where I get the face Stephen had on Mixer just now. I'm not going to reenact that. But, because uh, I could sit here and be make face and be like, ooh, pew, 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 you know, with my spells. And that would be the same thing. Um, even though I went pew, pew, like it's Call of Duty. But, um, but so it's just, that just doesn't interest me. So I'd like to run in with, like, Rambo with a sword. And Rambo. do that. Plus, Stephen, you know who I played... Diablo with, and it didn't matter. I could just sit there and swing a sword of anything, and it wouldn't matter. So sure. who cares? Yeah. Isn't this sword uh, the best can, weapon you in can Destiny as well? Create oil from the ground, light it on fire, then send a poison cloud, and then drop rain to make the ground Ooh, wet, and then shoot cloud. lightning in to shock uh, the enemies. I, I know, I know, I know. But yes, your little boop boop with your sword, so fun. You look like you're fishing. That's because that's what you do. Boop, boop. 
<laughs> what? He looks like he's casting his line into the lake. Stupid barbarians. All right, so... Okay. I, I didn't think we were going on that road. With, well, in the fantasy culture, barbarians are always dumb, so there you go. Okay. Uh, They're always the dumb characters. They're I, the dumb, I, strong ones. I cranked my intelligence all the way up, so I'm a yeah. smart barbarian, Steven. No, fake news. All right. All right, let's move on from BlizzCon. Hey, guys, uh, apparently some people like Call of Duty. Apparently. Yeah. It broke some records at launch. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare did. So it is the top-selling AAA release of 2019, and that's not too much of a surprise. But it still is the top-selling release. Um, it edged out Anthem. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. I, I mean, so just the edging out part <laughs> was the joke. But... Uh, sold more units in the first three days than any Call of Duty title this generation. That's kind of impressive. It's not then, surprising. Well, when you look back, though, early on, Steven, I'd agree with you, but we did have Call of Duty 4 in there, or um, Black Ops 4 in there. Now, it didn't have a campaign, no campaign. which turned some people off, right? But uh, World War Two, you know, I enjoyed. I, I, I know there's probably a, a group of people who didn't want to go back. World War II, though, so I get it. But anyway, yeah, there were. Uh, it is the top-selling Call of Duty game this generation in the first three days, anyway. And it has the biggest digital sales opening in Activision history. That, so I don't look at that stat and and no, it, it, be impressed because of course it's going to be a Call of Duty game that does that. Well, and and they should set that record every year now because yeah, more and, and more games are selling more and more digital copies. So. Can I oh, can yeah. I tangent here real quick about Why my Why not? We haven't done that at all on this show, so go ahead. Yeah, we rarely so, do that. So speaking of going digital, um, I on Friday decided that I was gonna go buy Louis well, I was gonna buy Luigi's Mansion 3 anyways, but I just decided to do it Friday. So I went to GameStop, right? And so I, I head over there and I walk in and I'm like, hey, do you guys have Luigi's Mansion 3? And they're like, Did you pre-order it? And I was like, No, and they're like, Well, we only got enough for our pre-orders, and I'm like well, that sucks and then i was like wait a second do i really care so i was like i just bought a sandisk sd card from them um and left and now sorry gamestop you don't even get my switch pre-orders anymore because you guys couldn't i just don't understand not getting any extra copies for for non-reviews like it's a nintendo game yeah. is that really a game that's gonna not sell well like it's a pretty big nintendo game i was i was confused by that and so, I mean, I bought it digitally, and now I'm just gonna, I'm digital on all three. Um, Xbox and PlayStation is due to game sharing, and then the Switch is just whatever. I already bought two games because those vouchers were a good deal. So, I mean, GameStop, like, if you're not gonna, I, I like, I love shopping at you guys, but if you guys aren't gonna adapt and be smart, like, you're not, I'm not gonna waste my time driving. So, a little, little bit of inside yeah. baseball in the retail world there. That's on the buyers at the corporate level, not the like store itself. Not that location. I know, but it, I, I know it's not but right. It, that yeah. store. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, still, it's frustrating. I get it. And, and when you're in the moment and you're standing on the other side of that register, like you don't care, it's just you don't know the game. Why, why don't you have this game today? You know, all you sell yeah. is video games, and, and I'm statues. not mad at that store. Right. Um, itself, I'm just I'm mad at the the, the corporation because I mean, did, did you do what the guy did? 
about um yeah i just knocked everything over i flipped yeah. chairs and tables about fall 76 and... yeah you should yeah. just do that kicked kicked some things mm-hmm. on the way out no mm-hmm. of course i didn't do that i'm an adult okay well Graham, always Graham does like that. an adult Graham goes in the Leafs Maple Leafs memorabilia store and does that these days. <laughs> His team's How are those Leafs doing? Let's go back to Call of Duty. Uh, Sorry, I just wanted a tangent. Right they won there. two in a row, so um, oh, yeah. oh, so now we're not definitely not going to talk about it. Right. Uh, Call of Duty biggest digital sale that's going to get that's <laughs> yeah. going to it might not be beat the next game they have, but a, a Call of Duty game will take that over and it will just sure. keep going. Yep. Yeah. So, go ahead, Graham. Well, I was going to say, I think as digital downloads become more and more popular, they're just going to continue breaking that record because mm-hmm. less people are buying physical copies of them and digital. Mm-hmm. So, I, well, guys, next story. Um, I One of the best games that I think I never played this gen, and shame on me, Well, but Horizon Zero Dawn might be getting a sequel according to a job listing that was posted this past week. And isn't this kind of a no-brainer, guys? Yeah, I mean, it was one of yeah. the best new IPs from Sony. Yeah, it was a Game of the Year finalist. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And it didn't yeah. win Game of the Year it because it launched, or it, well, yeah, it launched in 2017, same year as that little Zelda game and uh, Mario Odyssey. Yeah, and I know, I know people that went from zero dawn to breath of the wild and then tried to go back complained about the climbing because it's non-existent yeah. in zero dawn mm-hmm. like except for like very small like yeah inclines and then in like breath of the wild you can climb anything your heart desires except if you're in a shrine um or a dungeon um and yeah so but yeah horizon zero dawn who would have guessed that robot dinosaurs would have been fun to play against um yeah. set in like a post-apocalyptic like you you kind of yeah smash together the past and the um and the future there we mm-hmm. go because it's robot <laughs> yeah. um together and i don't know it was a great game that i never finished surprise surprise it is one game i will go back and try again mm-hmm. um you know and i did get back into that game or not back into it i actually started playing it and i don't know why i just stopped playing it i really too. enjoyed the game game was super fun and very interesting, and then I just stopped. And then you stopped playing because of Breath of the Wild, probably. Probably. Oh no, 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 no! I oh just, no, you I played it after. Oh, you got the you you. Super I remember late you, to the yeah, game. you bought the game like the Game of the Year edition on sale for like twenty bucks, I think, or whatever. Yeah. No, no, it came with my PlayStation Four. Oh. Yeah, where you got like thirty games, hmm. and yeah. and the console for like twenty four dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that happened. Yeah, you ripped yeah, that. You um, ripped that poor guy off so bad, Graham. That wasn't even funny. Listen, he, he had hard times in school, and he, he asked for a certain amount. And why would I be like, no, 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 and Graham, no? And Graham, could, could, have been, could have been, could have been a nice more. guy and said, you know what? I, that's not a fair price. Let me. So remember when we were talking about you? Gaming I really and felt ethics. bad when he dropped out because he couldn't <laughs> afford his class. But I'm like, well, you should charge him. Sucks more. to be you. That's no. not true. That's not true. He can drop out. He finished school. Well, he might. Are you like school. his mentor now, Graham? <laughs> his life coach? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Graham, so, you yeah. make a good life coach. Sure. Oh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Horizon. but yes, Horizon's on the way. Horizon 2, well, Horizon 1, you can play now. Horizon 2 is on the way. Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Probably. But yeah. we have no idea yeah. when that's coming, how far down the pipeline it is. They're just I... well, hiring people for it. No, they'll yeah. announce it. They'll announce it. We'll predict like 2032 and they'll be like, coming this fall. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Like so I, I did read something today saying PlayStation wants to get more people into PS5 faster. Um, yeah. And I, I'm assuming Xbox does too. And oh, yeah. both the PS4 and, and Xbox One's launched slow with not a lot of games for a while. Um, even by like the next holiday mm-hmm. season after the Xbox One, there wasn't that much to play on it. Well, um, the Xbox had more early. Xbox is known for having decent launch lines. Not great, but decent. And yeah, I mean, Play, PlayStation's okay. been notorious for having really slow launches with games, but they finish really strong but in it, every generation. So that's what that's been. The way to too. get people to convert faster is to put games out faster. Yeah. But, and Horizon Zero Dawn 2 in the maybe the year following or, or two years yeah, down the road, depending on how much they've worked on it. Helmet. And you got to focus on holiday 2021 because yeah. anything that launches next fall, Graham, is going to be on both. Yeah, it's going to be PS4 and PS5. So there's no real incentive. Plus, you you invest three hundred million dollars into a, developing a game, and then you release it only on a brand brand new console that has an install base of like what two million, three million mm-hmm. at first. Yeah, and nobody's you're not going to sell enough copies early on. Yeah. to justify what you invested in the game. Yeah, when so, I said holiday 2020, yeah. I wasn't serious. No, no, I know. I'm just you know throwing out the point. Like, because yeah. I'm sure there are fans out there that would love to see Holiday 2020, and, and I, I get it, but you don't, you never get those massive. Now we are getting a massive tentpole release for the Xbox next year at launch. So, Halo, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's a sequel, right? But it's still a massive, you know, investment on their part, and well, if that's only on the Scarlet, that's still, you know, Switch but it's, had a massive tentpole game. They did, but they also released it on on the Wii U. Yeah, but they also had one come, like, three months later. In the six fall, later. sure, yeah. So, yeah, six months, yeah. But, so that's fair. But anyway. All right, so, Hideo Kojima. Um, I heard he's good at video games. Making them. Um, he said his studio is going to branch out and make films at some point. Apparently, everybody that has played Death Stranding so far says that's not a surprise. Anyone who's ever played a Hideo Kojima game yeah. is not surprised by this. Sure. So, yeah, because he's known for his in-depth uh, cinematics. Cinematics. I remember the opening to the opening tutorial mission thingy for Metal Gear Solid Five was like a solid hour and a half. I couldn't do that. It was, it was hard. I got through it, and I'm glad I did because I loved the game after that yeah it was really fun but that first hour and a half was was a bit of a trudge i'm gonna tell you right now i thought the kingdom hearts 3 <laughs> that was way too much and that was and the fastest in the that, series yeah because was gonna put that shame with death stranding i can't wait i know but we'll talk about we're, the movies we're getting first. there shortly so what kind of movie would you like to see hideo kojima make i don't know a movie i don't care um, he'll make something that people will say is pretentious. That much is guaranteed. It won't be, but I don't know. Like he'll make something. I don't know about that. I think there's a chance it could be because he's very artsy and I could see him, you know, talking about how he created a new genre in movies and all this stuff. I could see that. 
It'll be a cinematic masterpiece of six hours, the first six-hour movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I do agree with the person in in Mixer that said he should try a rom-com, though. Branch out a little bit. That's what I'm saying. He should. He should make the South Park sequel. He should make a uh, Fast and Furious movie. Sure. (laughs) Do it. You know what? He should take on... The Star Wars trilogy that um, yes that DD just backed Game out of Game of Thrones prequel. Yep, um, sure, all of it. Do it all. <laughs> do you know? Do a crossover. You know, it's gonna be Death Stranding the movie. That's probably what's. Well, no, Death know, Stranding the movie comes out tomorrow, Graham. <laughs> That's true. Um, or the sequel to Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, that could very well be, or a prequel. Um, yeah, so, but. I, I'm okay with this. I like his storytelling, um, and I've only ever mm-hmm. played a couple of his games. I know people love Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, I'm not saying it's the best in the series, though I think a lot of people say that. Um, people love his his games and, and his storytelling, and it'd be interesting to see how he would adapt it in the movies. Um, whether it's successful or not is remains to be seen. I mean, it's hard to say whether he would or, or wouldn't because his games tend to be really long so he can drag the story out and sometimes to its detriment a lot of times to its detriment um it, it'd be interesting to see how he would keep the pacing solid in a movie um you know that film would be quentin tarantino length at the very least though that's a two and a half hour three, oh, three hour God, movie. no it would be twice as long as that <laughs> he would not make a six hour movie i would like say the, three hours I no, almost wonder the, if... the movie would come in a DVD box set. <laughs> That's what I why, <laughs> like, be... I know he wants to make films, but why not just make like a, a mini series? Mini series is Jesus. <laughs> well done. Why not make um, like a mini series, like you know, yeah. and throw it on HBO? You know, he yes, he would be a prime candidate for something like a Disney Plus series or an HBO there series you that I you know is ten episodes. Foresee that being on HBO. I mean, sorry, Disney, uh, based <laughs> on everything. It's yeah. going to be a Disney movie. <laughs> Could you imagine like a character like Quiet, <laughs> the sniper from, from Metal Gear Solid Five, sure. um, Or, you know, Norman Reedus's, like butt that you'll see in Death Stranding. Um, or just a character that like swallows babies and or something yeah. like, for that effect. You know, sure. That's true. Can't wait. Why not? Um, I'm ex- I, I, I'd watch it. You'd have to. Because you'd be too curious. You might turn it off ten minutes in, but you know damn well you would at least rent that movie. Yeah, I'd give it a go. Well, I'd rent it if I could carry it home. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, staying on that topic, Death Strand. Grant, the wait is over. Finally. I know. <laughs> I know. T minus one hour and 45 yeah. minutes. And I will give Graham credit here. I think we all should. Graham has been consistent on this game from the moment he knew it was a game. Mm-mm. No. No, no for like the fourth trailer. Second trailer, I think. Second one? Okay. So I No, it was later than that. It was because it was announced, and then there was another thing, and then on the the one after that was the one you were like. Was that at E3 of 18 for sure? You're like, I still don't. Yeah, I think it was that that E3 that you were just. In fact, I'm like 99% sure it was because you were like, you saw it again, and you're like, I still have no idea what this is. I'll never know. I'm not getting this game. I've lost all interest. Yeah, and you've kept okay. that for the last year. And a half. Yeah, they, yeah. When they when they brought Kojima out, and they you know they had the the they basically treated him like he was some sort of deity at the. Um, I think that E3, was the Game Awards. E, no, it was at E three the year before. Mm. 
and they brought him out and like the you know the holy music played and all this yeah. stuff and you know Graham was so excited Graham was pre-ordering like crazy and well, the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure I did pre-order it I should actually check I might have to cancel my pre-order well, it's probably a little late for that. Um, yeah, and showing up at a different address where I used to live. Yeah. Uh, but I honestly think before they even had like a release date, I I think I pre-ordered it. And the reason why I was so excited for it originally was because Norman Reedus, I was yeah, a you're a big fan at the time. Yeah. And then after, like I said, maybe the second trailer, like they showed it and I'm like, I still have no idea, and they're just trying to just tease you with a little bit more, and nobody knows any idea. And then I was just, I was done. Because the first trailer we ever saw was on that beach, right? Where he's, yeah, yeah, with the you whales. Know, yes, think... yep, yep. It didn't yeah. tell you much. It, it just no, was a it big was really thing. abstract, and you know, yes. was... and we're all like, oh, that's Kojima, whatever. And then the next one came, and that one, that was the one at E3 that was like ten minutes long. Was that the and it still didn't tell you it was at E three of eighteen and it still didn't tell you anything. And that's where Graham was like, you know, nope, done. And uh Well, but now we know the reason why it didn't tell us anything. Why is that, Steve? Because they didn't want to spoil anything. The game is meant to be received spoiler free. Yeah, um, and I don't think it's necessarily easy to spoil anything. I haven't watched the launch trailer, and Tim Rogers told me not to, so I'm not going to. I'll watch okay. it after I beat the game. So um, wait, 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 wait. Beat the game. Did you say beat the game? I beat a couple yeah. games. I beat Kingdom Hearts three and Red Dead Redemption <laughs> two. Yes, and true. Let, I'm let's sure all, there's another let's all agree. List. You're not going to beat Death Stranding. I'm going to beat Death Stranding. I'm no, I, I believe that he will actually. I'm gonna do it. So here, let, no. let's let's rewind for a second. My so, money is no. I'm gonna do it. No, you well, guys aren't gonna see me right. for the next month, but Steven, I'm gonna do it. Come back, relax. So let, let's just you know because we want to work through this topic here. Um, we we're not gonna get into whether or not the game's good because we don't know. We haven't played it yet, and there's too good. much of that going on already. Oh, yeah. You know, like... I feel like the game's been out for two weeks. It's game of the year already. People are... Well, I, There's an argument for that. <laughs> but the... No uh, collusion, though. <laughs> sure. I'm sure. Jeff but, Keighley, you know, yeah. in the game, running the game awards, and it's going to yeah. win. But no collusion. Going to win. Maybe it's already it, won. But... Uh, okay, that fair. So, anyway. The... We're not going to get into whether or not the game's good yet because we don't know. We haven't played it. We'll talk about that next week. But because, like, like I said, so many people this week are like, they saw the reviews and the reviews are very divided. And yep. you saw some that were surprisingly low, like IGN 68. You know, yeah. uh, a 6.8 from IGN is really low for them. And I'm not sure if it's maybe warranted a little bit. Then I saw Game Informer at 70. You know, some other trusted uh, U.S. gamer, I think, was also a 70. And, and the and, Bombcast people hated oh, it. Oh, yeah. They hated it. They were they were worse, weren't they? 40-something? Something I don't like know if they actually gave, gave it a score. They, I, well, they did, because it was on um, Metacritic. So I don't know it off the top of my head. I just know yeah. they did not like it. Um, I wanted to read the quote of it, but uh, let me see if I can find it. 
Don't read the... No, no don't read don't, the one that was a hit yeah. piece, Graham. Yeah, don't read the Survivor That was not one, a professional that, review. No, that was a hit piece. Okay, okay. Um, so, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I do think some... Some of these reviews on Metacritic are hit pieces and some are fanboy pieces on, on yes. opposite ends of the spectrum here. So there's a high probability that if the website starts with like PlayStation. Yeah. Or if it's just something you've never heard of before. Yeah. Like if, if you've never heard of it, I'm going to be honest with you, the chances of them getting a review code. Mm, I don't know. And I have seen, we have seen guys yes. evidence of, Maybe some people not, you know, playing a game when they write a review for it. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, eight hundred review for a forty-hour AAA game. Are you, well, yeah, are you joking? An, an eight hundred word review for God of War that, that doesn't tell us anything. A game either. that was was deep enough and good enough to win Game of the Year gets basically a sixth graders essay. A, a, whatever. I've seen sixth anyway. graders with better writing than that I, too. I, though. I, yeah, that's fair. But all right, I mean, so I'm back not, to Giant Bomb. Giant real bomb. quick, real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I said that the website started with PlayStation doesn't mean you can't trust them. That's not sure. what I'm saying. I'm saying be careful, you know, read it and then read a couple other pieces yeah. before you yeah. make your snap judgment. Because I am super Possibly a little biased. Here's yeah. the thing. If it's called PlayStation News, okay, cool. <laughs> Fair, right? PlayStation if it, Life. If it's <laughs> called PlayStation Fans for Life and the for life is the number four and it's L-Y-F-E, F-E. then you might want to rethink <laughs> yeah. how much trust you're putting into that. So it right. is the GOAT.org, anyway. you know? <laughs> and, and I don't know if that's a real site or not, and if it is, I super apologize. I'm sure you're all really professional. But anyway, um, Giant Bomb gave it a 40. And they said, just a snippet here on, on Metacritic, Kojima's first post-Konami project is a bizarre, self-indulgent mess that never quite manages to tie its myriad pieces together. And I think that is the type of criticism that Kojima will get on almost any game that he might make, right? For people that just aren't into the style of game that he develops and makes. And that's not to discredit Giant Bond's review. They are... They are a giant in the games media industry. No so, pun intended. Yeah, um, yeah, no pun intended. They, but they really are. And, but I think you know when we look at it, it is divisive. I'm, I'm looking at it now. There's, there's a handful of 100s here. Again, some from people I've never heard of. There's a decent amount of 90s and high 80s, and then it kind of splits and it jumps right down into the 70 range. Like it's, there are only. There's only one review that has a score in between 80 and 70. So there is a split, like, right there, mm-hmm. you know? And and I see a lot of, of sites that I know and to a degree trust, and in some cases I trust them quite a bit, like uh, Game Informer, I think they do really good work, where, you know, they're giving it a 70. I can't give it a 68. I was really surprised by that. Um, as you could tell last week, if you listened, where I, you know, bet 80 points on over or not. Yeah, we all took the over. Yeah, so. Yep. Some of us more really, than others. Yeah, <laughs> me. <laughs> so I was really surprised me. for that. So, Steven, what are you hoping for? Because you're, so, okay, so first let me ask this. What are you, you are, you and I have had opposite reactions to the news and reactions that have come out this week. Okay. Yes. 
I have become less excited about the game. And I wanted to like it. I wanted to be excited for it, but I've become less excited. You've become very much more excited. Talk about why. Explain this, because I still don't understand. So I'm going to give you another go here. Okay. And, and then talk about what you're really hoping to see tomorrow or later tonight. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I fully understand, or at least to the point where I can, like, quantify it. But I'll do my damnedest because this is a podcast and that's my job is to, to explain things, um, especially my own opinions. Right. So, all right. I'm I, I was reading the reviews a little bit. I kind of avoided most of them. Um, but I was, you know, hearing the snippets based on like little Twitter, you know, Twitter snips from the, the reviews and plus some other things. And they all kind of say the same thing. The gameplay. It's not necessarily always fun um they're shooting mechanics there you know and there's some other stuff you can make grenades out of your own fecal matter that's 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 there uh like so so there are gameplay elements there are also really long cutscenes. i've heard the final cutscene clocks in at like two and a half hours which is insane what uh, yeah oh my that's what i've heard that i don't know if that's 100 percent for sure but i've i've seen that Go make uh, some popcorn and sit yeah, down and that's, watch it. Yeah, that's interest, interesting. Actually, no, just start it and go to sleep. Um, no. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Sure it's great. It's... There are games where you just kind of do stuff constantly, and that's fine, and that's fun. And there are things you do where, it, you know, part of the experience is the you know the the quote right it's not about the 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 destination it's, it's about the, the journey the yeah. journey mm-hmm. um and that's what i'm excited for like i was reading kotaku's article and heather said that she was um you know walking over a bunch of snow and all she saw was white for like two hours maybe longer um i'm not quoting exactly so i'm sorry if i butchered this too bad here i'm paraphrasing but she was walking and she all she saw was white and it, it was getting frustrating and then she finally like came across this this hill and she saw green and and it, it like means something because you spent so much time you know seeing the snow and the white and i get that that is not for everybody because there are <laughs> people that that if they spend two hours walking in the snow they're gonna be pissed off and I completely understand that. But I want to experience the journey. I want the journey where if you stack too many boxes on top of you, you will fall over. And if you try to take like the fastest route, you're not going to be successful. And you have to slowly trod your way across the really like, you know, with, around the rivers and the hills and the cliffs and all of that and figure out how to get from point A to point B. It doesn't necessarily sound fun i mean oh, it does i think it sounds fun. so much fun it, it does Walking sound fun snow to me. for two hours it does sound fun to me but in in a different way than like god of war is fun and in, in the way that one is fun and the other is not <laughs> who well who's to say what's fun i mean tyler is right now apparently i don't know i just I like the idea of just going and delivering like packages and having to worry about the journey and not just. Then so Stephen, much. go go apply at FedEx. They'll no, pay I you to do it. I don't want to do that. I like what I do now. 
and I like what I'm going to do. Why don't you play the game Job Simulator? It's because it's that's a joke game. That's a joke. I have played simulators before. I played Farming Simulator, and all you, you literally plant crops, you harvest the crops, you sell the crops, and you do it all again. And that's fun. I, I played Bus Simulator. I got the review, and that's coming. Do um, you play Farmville? I, I do not, because that's just microtransactions, the game on Facebook. But <laughs> I played Stardew Valley. I spent, okay, yeah. you know, like three weeks in that game, just my or clearing out the area. I play Animal Crossing, like all these games. Sometimes, and it sounds it sounds so. I'm sure I'm gonna get the pretentious emails right now. I'm not being pretentious. This just sounds. I'm interested in the journey, and I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. And I'm interested. The story is so intriguing to me, even if I understand none of it so far. Um, I watched Tim Rogers' review. It was an hour long. It was the best. Really enjoyed it. Um, he said to make sure your phone is charged next to you when you're playing because you're going to be Googling words constantly to figure out what they mean. And really? that's fine. I, I, I that think, doesn't bother me. I think all of the pieces fit together in such an intriguing and interesting way that I don't necessarily need to be constantly doing something. Yeah, like, that's, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Let's not act like every movie is a Michael Bay movie and, you know, people, people, Michael Bay movies is set piece after set piece. Yeah, but I hate Michael Bay movies. But the difference between those two is that one is an interactive experience and one is not. But there's and... gameplay in Death Stranding. You have to go into the camps, you shoot the enemies, you know, you have yeah. to escape stealthily around the, the bad guys and the, the BTs, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Um,. <sighs> So, I haven't okay. played the game yet. All right. And there is a... So can I... Let, let's play point counterpoint here. Let me make counterpoint, okay? Fine. So how long do you have to walk in the snow again before you see green? I don't know. She, I think she said like two hours. Okay, maybe, so let's say two hours. So, so here's my thing. To, to make the green rewarding, let's make what you have to do to get there so mundane. That you are thrilled to be in the green. Yay. It's so rewarding. Here, here's where I'm, and I'm being a little facetious right now. A little. But, slightly. But here's where I'm really coming from, okay? And I, and I said this to you out and I think you kind of acknowledge that it makes some sense. Um, when, you know, I think I can speak for a decent amount of our community, too, um, you know, that works full-time, etc., and I don't have families, but, you know, I, well, I hope I don't have multiple families, but I, I don't have one <laughs> either. And, um, but anyway, so I don't have to balance that too. But, uh, but still, I feel like my time to game is limited. And if I'm spending all that time, like, delivering packages and walking through the snow for two hours just so I can be really happy when I see grass, like, uh, dude, I'd rather just go <laughs> shoot some shit in another game. I mean, uh, you know. Sorry, but that's just where I'm at. Now, that's just me. Now, that I'm not saying that Death Stranding sucks. And I'm not saying that, you know, nobody should play it. Steven, if you play it and you love it and you want to play it like eight times in a row and see the 40-hour movie four times, like, great, do it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, all the parts. You know, I, I'm happy for you. I'm just saying, like, I can see why based on what we've heard, Okay. Now, again, we could all be totally wrong. Who knows? It might be Michael Bay the game by the time we're done, once we actually play it. 
Probably not. But what I'm hearing right now from consistently across a lot of different sources, I'm worried that this game is really, really not going to be for me. And I want it to be. And that, it makes me sad because I do want it to be a game that I'll like. Um, and it's weird because, like, we talk about it. I can't totally put a finger on the exact reasons why I've become less excited, but you can't totally put a finger on the exact reasons why you become more. It's just weird. I don't know. Graham's I can find the... Graham's the only one who can... Yeah, I mean, I get that. In that, the mundane. Sure. And, and, and I can appreciate that. Um, but when, you know, I'm enjoying Outer Worlds so much right now, and and Star Wars comes out in a week, I... Man, I have a tough time. Why play those games when you can walk in the snow for two hours? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I, want you to play Death Stranding until after you finish Star Wars. But you're going to do it. and then Because you, you're never going to... Because you're going to put it down immediately. And oh, yeah. You're not <laughs> going to give it any any chance. And, and, and I, yeah, I think you might be on to something there. And here's the thing. Like, I want to play it to be able to review it on the show. Maybe we'll let you do that part. And then I'll kind of give uh, some impressions later. But I do want to be fair to the game. And it is, it's made by somebody who is an icon in the industry. No doubt about it. And not just him, his whole team worked really hard on it. But uh, right now I'm having so much fun with the other worlds. I think I can probably finish that game by the time Star Wars comes out and then enjoy Star Wars. And then I'll play Death Stranding because we're not getting Doom or anything else, really. Um, and I'm not going to play Pokemon. So I know you guys will. Yeah. I mean,. I may not though. I may not play Star yeah. Wars or Pokemon until Death Stranding is gonna be until Death Stranding's over because it. Yeah, I mean I can see that. So I don't know. I, it's hard to explain exactly why, and I'm not saying this game is definitely not for everyone based on everything I've seen, and other... I guarantee that'll be the case when I play it. Yeah, the other thing I'll say real quick is that I'm sort of at a place now where I, uh, a lot of games I like to play in like one to two hour bursts and i don't feel like this is that game at all i feel like this is a game you need to dedicate three to four hours to at a time well i hope not because i'm gonna try to play it tonight and i'm not yeah. playing till midnight or i might play till midnight and then sure. go to work tomorrow maybe i'll give in the all night or go to work yeah. come back play more and then go to bed mm. or just quit your job and you have all the free time in the world there you go yeah, there just you quit go. the job and go deliver random packages to people <laughs> good um, so Graham, uh, what would it take for you to give this game a chance other than getting it free and, or, and, or being paid to play it or forced to play it would be the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing really. So there's nothing that could make you say, I'm going to give this a go. No, not really. Graham, okay. Conan O'Brien's in it. How are you not going to play it? Yeah, but how am I going to find him right away? Is he just one <laughs> hidden character? Jeff Keeley. After walking two hours through the snow and going through a tunnel and down a rabbit hole and pops up hey. and there's Conan O'Brien. Graham, Jeff Keeley's in the game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm buying it. How are you passing on this? I don't get it. And no. Lashif is in the game. Mads Mickelson. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um... You've seen Casino Royale, yes, Graham? Yes. Yes, Le Chief is in the game. It's it's, it's going to be great. Oh, is that Mads Mikkelsen's yep. character? Yeah. He, so... he bleeds, you know, out of his eye. All that stuff. Yes. 
I so, could play Red Dead Redemption 2 instead of playing that game. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's such torture, Graham. No, but there's nothing that would make me want to play that game. Like, okay. you say it's the greatest game ever, but Red Dead Redemption 2 is a great game, so... Yeah. But I don't, think anybody, right, I don't think anybody right here right now is saying Death Stranding's the greatest game ever, and... And we intentionally are not—we intentionally are not saying one way or the other because we don't want to be those people that yeah. go in automatic defense mode or attack mode based on you know partially yeah. what console you have. There is um, a reasonable chance that I will hate this game come next week. Yeah. Like I'll play 12, 15 hours and be like, "This was the worst thing in the world." It's gonna be funny if this turns out to be the type of thing where I fall in love with this game and you <laughs> hate it. I just don't see it because I. Not I can either, do the but, boring yeah. stuff and be completely well, entertained. I can too. It's just it just has that purpose. That's it. They, and I feel like there. the purpose is there, and so. based on what I've seen, I again, right. I I don't want to base everything off review scores and or no. not even the scores. I don't base anything off review scores. The actual content of the reviews, um, but I I literally cannot wait. Like it's like Good. after we're done, there'll be like an hour until the game, mm. and I don't know what to I'm, do. I'm excited for you. And I hope you love it. And I hope Graham loves it too, because Graham's going to play it at some point. We're going to make a Patreon goal. <laughs> and Graham's going to yeah. marathon that thing. In one sitting. One sitting. <laughs> yeah, one sitting. And yeah. That's four days, Graham, straight. Yep. Good luck. And you have to get totally into character, Graham. You have to get like one of those. Um, you got to like, get the cabbage, baby. You have to get the pat, Cabbage Patch Kid and like <laughs> have it attached to you the whole time. Or just swallow it whole. It'd be really realistic. So, whatever you want to do. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Graham, you don't even get a chance to respond to that. It's been decided. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> let's look ahead. That's it for news, by the way, everybody. <laughs> let's look ahead to next week when there are a couple of games coming. And, uh, first of all, next week's show, we'll have <laughs> our thoughts, at least Steven's initial thoughts on Death Stranding. And... You know, hopefully you get a fair amount into the game by then so we can really kind of dig into it a little bit. But we uh, also, before we get into episode 187, we will be posting on, I think, Monday. We'll have it up, our call, our full Call of Duty Modern Warfare review and, uh, you know, thoughts on both the campaign and the multiplayer from that. So, um, you know, first of all, just a shout out and thanks uh, to Activision. Um for the review code for that so we appreciate that and uh, we'll have the review up and live for you as a special extra episode on monday okay next week's episode guys we're going to talk about pokemon steven are you still getting it day one or are you just in death stranding mode right now i'm gonna get it day one okay Graham? i don't know if i'll play it are you getting sword and shield day one steven or are you just getting one i still have not decided which version me neither. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I might just I'm flip a coin, both. and hopefully in the process of flipping the coin, I'll lean one way or the other, and if not, I'll just go with what the coin says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good you're going to flip a coin, but you might not uh, go with Well, the- that's what they say to do when you're you know, undecided on something. Mm-hmm. Flip a coin, and you'll root for one outcome over the other, and there's your answer. Yeah. So uh, next week, you'll be able to pick that up. You'll also be able to pick up... Um, this little game, Star Wars, Jedi um, Fallen Order. 
Hey, yeah. I'm looking forward to you just a little bit. Are you? Yeah, I don't know if I've said that on the show before. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think it's going to have that long scrolly thing at the beginning? Oh, yeah, that thing where the blue letters come. Blue letters? Yeah. Are they blue? I thought they were yellow. No, they're yellow. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was a colorblind <laughs> reference. No, it wasn't a colorblind reference. Oh. I think it was trying to oh. trick us. Yeah. Now the yellow letters. Uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, maybe not. The, uh, the like, standalone movies haven't really had that too much. At least they don't have the full scroll of, like, setting up the story, you know? Have they not? I thought the Old Republic had... has that. I don't think so. Wow. So I figured Star Wars guy like you would know, Tyler. I thought that had to happen. I thought that like it was illegal to make a Star Wars movie without yeah. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm uh, pretty sure they all have. And I'm it. pretty sure Rogue One had it. I have yet to see Solo, so I have no mm. idea. I don't know about Rogue One, but can uh, you guys tell me? Sure so okay, so Star Wars trivia. Can you tell the me the only three Star three Wars movie, the only can not canon, but Skywalker saga movie that has had second one um no that has had the camera pan in after the scroll from a different angle than every other movie oh what? i i thought the Why second one didn't start in space because tyler knows this and he wants to you know flaunt his genius this is not have they all started in space they have i thought the second one didn't no it uh, did it did it started the second um empire starts with uh launching first one. the probe droids first one Nope, it is eight actually. Uh, you, won't be, you won't be surprised. It's one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. That's what I said. Eight, yeah. I said them all <laughs> because you know, because Stephen ruined Johnson, who ruined everything. We're gonna make YouTube videos about it two years later. Cry. Sure. He did Plus something. Just for clicks. He did YouTube algorithm. Yeah, I know. It's uh, and, and granted, like you know, we talked about it. We're, we are going off on a tangent here, but I have liked episode eight less and less each time i've seen it i haven't seen it since i saw each it in theaters. yeah i haven't either i haven't seen seven yeah, since i saw it in theaters you act surprised by this who are you talking to right now well i come on i didn't realize you've seen that one so many times already well i, I haven't <laughs> seen it like 50 times i've maybe seen it like i don't know five twelve six or seventeen 12, maybe um i don't know but anyway yeah so there Jedi Fallen Order next week. And don't forget, uh, XO19 is next week for you Xbox fans. Oh, I was going to say, there's also something in non-Vidja Game news. What's that? Disney Plus is available yeah. in five days. It is. Five days. On the 12th. There's a Star Wars thing there, too, isn't there? Yep. There's a lot of Star Wars yeah. things there, among a lot of other things that are the, coming, the including Alderaan, the Simpsons, Simpsons Avengers Endgame. Yep, Simpsons is day one. That'll be yeah. the show that I'd probably start watching. Yeah, we were talking about that. Graham, you weren't in on that combo, but we were talking about it, like, the Simpsons, I'm looking forward to going back and catching. There's so many Simpsons episodes I've never seen. Oh, yeah, I haven't me seen too. Like, 90% like, of that show. Season, I don't know. 16 or higher or 20 so, or higher. I don't if know. If you're looking for something to watch. Yep. There you go. As far as the first 8 to 10 seasons, I've probably seen every episode. Mm-hmm. And I have a photographic too. memory of every episode. Yep. Yeah, you I'm can sure pull you out. No, no can. He, he's he can, really good with that. that he Simpsons. brings Simpsons references out of nowhere. It's, Graham, you can't make fun of my Star Wars knowledge because you basically have the idea. You know, same season's yes. knowledge from early seasons at least. So, all right, oh, sure. <clears throat> um, Exo is next week for Xbox fans and Disney Plus launches. 
So it's a busy week. Uh, we will also, next week, well, well, we'll do some predictions for XO next week when we have our episode. Although people won't, won't probably listen to it till you know, it's already in progress. So any big predictions? Are, are they going to announce the name of the Fable console? Fable 4 finally, off? maybe, no. Fable 4 would be massive, but not... It's not, not Fable 4 is not happening. I don't know. They might tease it again. I don't think. I, I think Graham. Anything. I think what you said. So I'll give it to you. Go ahead and say it. I think you're probably what you'd said is most likely. Or in the will of the wisp. Yeah. yeah. What about Apparently. it? Concrete release date. Yeah, Hopefully. I think that. I think that's probably going to be the biggest thing we see. The. Yeah, I think anybody hoping for anything massive, we're not going to get. You know, they're going to show off the new console and they're going to say, and it's out today. <laughs> everyone gets one yeah oprah's gonna be there it's gonna be the greatest so uh, no they're gonna push mixer a lot oh, yeah. i wouldn't be surprised at all if they had ninja and shroud on stage there and Ooh. yeah Where's, it's in london or is yeah it it's in Mexico? london it's in london so i wouldn't be surprised at all if that were the case you know it might not be but they're gonna push that a lot they've invested a lot into it and phil spencer listed both of them and a tweet he sent out talking about his team's accomplishments this year. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that get some uh, even more exposure than it has. And, yeah, I, I just don't think we're going to get anything huge. We'll get, you know, little things here and there. But that's about it. We'll, we'll get new controllers. That'll be great. So I was going to ask, is, has anyone picked up the new Elite? I haven't yet. I'm going to. Uh, no, but... I heard, which I don't know how this is possible, but saying it's like a hundred times better than the first Elite controller. Well, I've heard the first one had well. the sticking left stick. That was terrible. Well, I, yeah, but, but I, besides that, I, I broke yeah. mine. Like I've heard a like lot of days. great things about that that Elite. Some people oh, no, saying it's good. the best controller ever made. Dude, dude, the first Elite controller got me the Star Wars saga for free. No, the second one. Oh, the second one? Yeah, I've heard that too. And I'm looking forward to getting it. I, I really can't wait to get my hands on it. So, All, All right. right. Uh, anything else for next week? You know what? Actually, now that we bring up the Elite, that could be a Christmas gift. I was like, what do I want for Christmas? There well, maybe that. There you go. I don't know. But nothing else. Um, I'm excited. Death Stranding basically covers most mm -hmm. of it. Uh, two weeks from now, we'll do our Black Friday preview. So listen to that episode if you plan on braving the crowds and fighting off, you know, massive yeah. horrors. There's lots of deals coming out already right now. Yeah, there oh, will yeah. be. And we're, we're going to go pick through them all and sum it all up for you for video games and, and maybe some movies and, and all that type of thing as well. So uh, you'll be able to just stop by and listen to the episode and get everything all in one place. You won't have to go do all the research yourself so you can get your plan together of how to get out there and get all the best stuff for uh, Black Friday 2019. And I would guess that the console deals are going to be pretty good this year. Except for the Switch ones, but we'll get to that one in not, a minute. Yeah, not Switch, but yeah. Um, yeah, but before we go, we have a couple giveaways, yeah? Yep, we do. Go ahead. I'll, go, the, I'll go first. The sure. first one, um, our patron giveaway, mm -hmm. uh, is Brad Elliott. So congrats. We'll reach out to you. You can claim your console of your choice. Congrats, Brad. Uh, the, the card for the console of your choice, not to say we're giving you a console. Um, but yeah, but also thanks to Carlos Alv Williams, Grant Pfeiffer, and Damien Stefsky, uh, you guys, and the tier that you get your name shout out for at the end of every episode. We appreciate all our patrons. 
special thanks to you guys. We can't do all the stuff we like doing without you guys. I uh, appreciate you. Um, but yeah, congrats, Brad Elliott. We'll get that out to you. Tyler, you have the winner for... The yeah, I have our October winner for the uh, Mixer slash Community giveaway. And that drum is... Roll. Yeah, drum roll. That is Morb Gamer who wins that one. And, uh, you know, again, thank you to everybody who takes part on Mixer. It is super easy to be entered in that contest. It's open to anybody who listens to the show. All you got to do is head over to Mixer and just hang out on our channel. It's Mixer.com slash the underscore gaming underscore hub. And just hang out there. We're up running 24 hours a day. And we do jump in with some new content. We're going to be getting back on that in a more consistent way next week. We do apologize. We haven't been as consistent with streaming but that's going to change because we, uh, I've had an opportunity to have life settle down a little bit with the new job starting and all that stuff. So, and my apartment's no longer flooded and torn up. So I'll be able to do that. And Stephen, I think, you know, you're having some stuff settled down as well. That's going to allow yeah. for some of that to occur. So we'll get back into that next week. So we'll have uh, live content up as well, as well as being up live every single Thursday for the new episode. Next week we'll be, Next two weeks around Thursdays, right, guys? Yeah. And then after that, it'll change up a little bit for uh, here and there. For those of you who want to catch a slide yeah. on Mixer. Bear with us on those because yeah. the holidays always create a... Um, yeah. And one of know, them thing. is, just to be completely honest, one of them is not holiday-related. It's just that, you know, Star Wars tickets and that type of thing. So yeah, um, that's in December. Anyway... So, uh, but anyway, the, to be entered, come watch us on Mixer, earn Sparks, spend the Sparks on our channel. If you are in the top 10 of Sparks spent in the month, you are entered to win. And everybody gets the same entry, unless you're a patron, you get one additional entry on top of that uh, for being in the top 10. And it's completely free. Like, nothing about coming in, earning Sparks, and spending Sparks costs you a dime. It goes a long, long way to helping support our show, our community, and the channel that we have on Mixer. So we really appreciate your support there. Help us out. And uh, like I said, it goes a long, long way. So we are uh, now, what, like 550 people away from being eligible to uh, apply for Partner Mixer. We're really excited about that. So, yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So if you want to help us out there, we'd really appreciate that. Again, uh, mixer.com slash the underscore gaming underscore hub. Really, really appreciate that. All right, guys, let's wrap up 186. I almost said 176. 186. And um, we'll get out of here. Any last thoughts before we take off? No. No? We're good? Yeah, That's no. already been said. Yeah, Have we've, fun uh, on whatever games you play. Yep, yeah, we've said a lot here, so let's uh, let's get out of Dodge. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Uh, play some great games. There are many out there to experience, including hopefully maybe Death Stranding tomorrow. May, um, maybe. Have happy delivery. Veterans Day to all you. Yeah, happy Veterans Day, yes. And everybody out there yes. that is a, is a veteran, uh, thank you for your service. It's, it's very much appreciated, and uh, it means a lot, I think, to everybody. Uh, goes yes. without saying. So um, thank you for that, Stephen, to you as well. Thanks. <laughs> so I, I'm just happy for my day off to play Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah. To be quite, to be Steve, quite honest. Steven's going to celebrate by delivering packages. Hell yeah. So, all right. Enjoy whatever you choose to play the next week, and we will talk to you next week on 187. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Take Bye. care, everyone. Be safe.